And we are back hey. to more of the l- 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 lists. That probably spiked. Sorry. Um, I'll take that down in post. Very good. All right. So we're at the, we've cracked the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, is this another tie or? Uh, this is another tie. On theme? Uh, we, we, our theme here is uh, female funny movies. So can I? You want to guess? Let's let's say a guess. Let's let's. Uh, I'm guessing is could, could bridesmaids. That's be an one honorable of these? mention there. Honorable yeah. mention. Mm-hmm. Um, female funny movies. There is actually quite like um, these are these these two in particular are, are kind of uh, almost art house movies. Okay, okay. So it's Both not Ghostbusters. No, no. <laughs> I never saw that. Oh, it was it was just fine. Like, yeah. and, and nothing to do with anything else. The writing wasn't that great. The performances were fine. Yeah, you know, it's it was a comedy movie that was only made to be anything aside from that because of the, the gender issues, mm-hmm. which we don't even get it. Anyway, right. um, okay, so they're they're kind of art housey yeah. female comedy mm. films. Yeah. Hmm. Darn. So it was, if it's not bride, <laughs> bridesmaids. Yeah. All right. What what are they, Scott? All right. They uh, the first one is Lady Bird. Oh, I should have guessed. That. Yeah. That is, I guess that is a comedy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it, I, I mean, I comedy. laughed a lot. I did laugh a lot, um, and I did. I, it's also very emotional. Yeah, that movie hit me like it was just very personal because uh, it's set in 2002, mm-hmm. um, and that's when I think she's a junior or senior. Uh, I graduated in 2003, so like that's right on time for me. Um, and then uh, they were doing uh, what's the Sondheim musical they do in that movie? Oh. Um, crap it's not it's not assassins is uh, merrily it? we roll along merrily we roll along. um which is so obscure yeah um and i just love that they chose that um very it, very knowing decision yeah and then that cast uh is just genius uh uh saoirse ronan i liked her before but i never really had that like wow moment this is my first this. Exp- my first experience with her was in that film yeah and she's she's tremendous no, she's um, she's good she's also very good in little women yeah oh okay yeah um, i mean <laughs> i bet <laughs> um and then Lori metcalf yeah um who chicago yeah, yeah, yeah. steppenwolf um she, like it was just so great to see her in a film yeah and just killing it she's such an amazing actress um, Allison Janney won the Best Supporting Actress over her for I, Tanya. I, I think they just wanted to give it to like, Janney. I love her, I love too. Allison She's Janney. great. She's she great. was great in that movie, too. Uh, like I can't argue to, with it too much. But but I, I guess I feel like Allison Janney will get another opportunity mm. like that. I think it was a it was a, a fluke, in a, in a sense, for Laurie Metcalf to, to be given a chance to... I can't think of film. any other movies that she's ever done. I can't either. Like she yeah. was obviously she was in Roseanne for a bunch of mm-hmm. years, and that that's where, where I yeah. met her, uh, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, and she's and, done a lot of Broadway recently. Oh yeah, I mean, she, well, she's she's a theater mm-hmm. actor. Yeah. Um, who much like uh, uh, John uh, John Mahoney, mm-hmm. who also at Step did a lot of Stephen Wolf stuff, yeah. and then did was on a sitcom for a bunch of years, and the only film. I think I've seen John Mahoney in like maybe two movies. Uh, he was in that Atlantis Disney film as for a voiceover. Oh, okay. Yeah. Played the old guy. And then he was in um, uh, um, 
the uh, the Coen Brothers film Barton Fink. He played oh, okay. he played the uh, sort of deranged older writer that uh, uh, John Turturro's character just obsesses about, but then finds that it's one of those never meet your your heroes oh, yeah, yeah, situations because yeah. uh, he's a uh, pathetic drunk in the film. Yeah. Um, but he's oh, he's but he's great. He, he's he's got the, this wonderful southern drawl, and he's he, he's a very it's it, I think it's like. If Charles Dickens was still hanging around a day, not Charles Dickens, uh, if, uh, um, oh my gosh, uh, Clemens, his actual name is Clemens, Mark Twain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remembered his first, his real name before I remembered his pen name. Um, if if Mark Twain were still kicking it today, like, yeah. it, that's that's what it feels like. But anyway, this is your list. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just get off topic. Well, no, you know, uh, we were talking about female films, so let's uh, bring let's a man two in, men. in the conversation. Yeah. God, um, terrible, <laughs> terrible at it. Okay, um, but yeah, Bird. no, that uh, a lot of other uh, uh, connections in Lady Bird. Uh, Tracy Letts is in it. Yep. Um, uh, maybe that's the only other connection that I was going to make there. But um, uh, also Beanie Feldstein, um, who is in one of my honorable mentions for this one, uh, Book Smart. Oh, Have yes. you seen Book Smart yet? No. So it's. <laughs> Let me equate it to that man film. <laughs> no, no, like, that's right for it's like it's uh, uh, super bad, but with girls. Exactly. Yeah. But, and, well, and which what a shitty right, also thing to do all the time. That's reductive. Yeah. But it's also kind of true. But Olivia Wilde directed it, mm-hmm. and I was never really a fan of hers um, acting wise. Um, yeah, but it's a tremendously well made film. Um, it's I think my number four for 2019. Wow, um, it, and yeah. it surprised me. I didn't expect to love it that much, but it was very very funny. Um, Beanie Feldstein and uh, Caitlin Deaver, very good performances. Um, You're convincing me on some of these films that I should just ones that I've been reluctant or not reluctant. Well, reluctant in some ways, but it's yeah. like it's there. I'll get around to it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing has been like, oh, I gotta see that. Yeah. I gotta see that. Yeah, the other, uh, the one that's tied for number five with Lady Bird is The Favorite. Oh, I loved The Favorite. Oh, man. I, you know, the first time I watched it, I didn't love it. Um, cause I, I saw it in the theater and mm. I was very disoriented by Have it. Have you seen any of his other films? Like The Lobster or I ha- did the see Kill- The Lobster. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen The uh, Killing of a Sacred yeah, Deer. That's no. also really good. Yeah, I hear. Um, but, uh, yeah, just the, the the look of the film is insane. Yeah, um, it's very Kubrick. Yeah, no, it's um, the, the the I think like it has to do with um I don't want to say like I'm going to use some film terms that wrong I'm sure but like this <laughs> the saturation of like the the the, the colors of the mm-hmm. film. Well, and and field. everything is just like it's kind of maximalist. Like you know, all, every shot is just full of mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Um, it feels it, like, it feels like Barry Lyndon in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Like with, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they were shot at some of the same locations or something right. like that. Yeah. Or um, like Marie Antoinette. Even. Yeah. Like, and then, and then like you have all of the, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos brilliance, mm-hmm. but then you also have these three really amazing performances. Yeah. Um, Emma Stone, Rachel Weiss, and Olivia Coleman, and thank God for bringing Olivia Coleman to America, because she is just a tremendous actress. You know, the first first thing I ever saw, so she was in um, this show called Mit, that Mitchell and Webb look. Oh. Like it, it's it's just a sketch show, uh-huh. like a, a British oh, really? sketch show. Um, with like they're they're pretty. Those two guys are pretty big, but okay. she was like there. If we have a woman in our sketch. Mm. She was like their, their their standard woman for all their sketches, mm. and she's like 
that was, and then I start seeing her more and more off. Like, oh, it's like she's in that yeah. uh, Mitchell Webb look. Like, like I know her from this like mm-hmm. ancillary because like even uh, she's in Fleabag. Yeah, and she's great yeah, in Fleabag. Yeah, like, uh, no, but like, and then she starts popping up more and more, mm-hmm. and it, it's 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 just a, it's always nice to see. I th- I love when comedic performers. That's how they get their start, mm. and then they can show their dramatic chops. Because yeah. I think it's the, what's that line like? It, it's it's easy to make someone cry. It's hard to make someone laugh, or something mm-hmm. like. That. Is that what it is? Uh, something like something that. Yeah, like that. Jack Lemmon uh, always said that comedy was so much harder than yeah. uh, drama. Um, and uh, yeah, I love that. And and also to see an actor um, who's not you know an ingenue in their twenties, mm-hmm. you know, rise to the level that she did. Um, when she blew, like she, uh, when she, she just made, when she, she cried, I was like, oh my, like there's a couple moments where she's just sitting in her chair and like a single mm-hmm. tear roll, like Ugh. really powerful stuff. Yeah. Well, and, she, and it's just such a ridiculous character. Oh, absolutely. All, of, all three of them are kind of despicable in their own yes, ways. They are. And like, so to have a film that allows women to be this way, um, to have that kind of power, um, it's just, it's a really tremendous film. I, I caught it again, uh, about a month or two ago and, um, it just shot up my list yeah. cause I was uh, being able to see it on a smaller screen actually helps quite a bit. Oh. Cause when I saw it in the theater, it's so disorienting with all the <laughs> camera movement. Sure. Um, a little overwhelmed. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And I, I think that's what he was going for. I'm, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but being able He's to very see intentional it, director. <laughs> yes. Um, and being able to see it on kind of a smaller screen really helped to, um, I don't know, just see it better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. Nice. Um, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I had nothing. I was, that might've been my favorite movie of that year. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And I I don't think it was my favorite movie of that year. I think my next one was. No. Um but uh I don't know. It'll give a, a run for its money. Um so uh that was number 5. This is number 4. Number 4. Um No Tie here. Whoa. Yeah. Um It's a Star is Born. Oh. Um I was blown away by this movie. Really? Um I'd never seen any of the other Star is Borns. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not a crazy Lady Gaga fan mm-hmm. um, or a Bradley Cooper fan for that matter. Um, he doesn't make it easy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I saw this movie in the theater when I had a movie pass, so that's a very specific amount of time. Yeah. Um, and uh, the music is just great all the way through, um, and the story is wonderful. Like it just really uh, was resonant for me, and uh, and in terms of original musicals, I mean it's not really a, an original yeah. story, but all the music was new, the mm. the script was new, um, it just really uh, nailed it. And Lady Gaga, I think, was brilliant in it. Um, I think she lost the Oscar to Olivia Coleman. She did. It, yes. Um, who also beat Glenn Close for the wife, yeah, um, which was widely expected to be the winner. Um, uh, she'll, she still hasn't won, right? That's yeah. the, that's the joke. Yeah, she's the uh, the Peter O'Toole of of our generation, right? Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. So, um, but I, I think it, it's a tremendous um, moment to uh, for Lady Gaga. Um, I, you know, I liked her well enough. 
Um, and I love when she does different things. Like she did that thing with Tony Bennett mm-hmm. um, and her music videos are really wild. And her music, even though it's um, very poppy, um, is actually pretty uh, complex. Yeah, no, I, she's and good. She, I think she's talented. Like I, I would, I agree. I'm not going to say like, oh yeah, Lady Gaga. Yeah. No, I, uh, I appreciate her artistry mm-hmm. um and i i know it's not just schlock and and like i've i've talked with people about like well uh are they are they better artists for having written their own music mm-hmm. you know does that even matter anymore um but you still have to you know admire the talent that she can play the instruments she can sing the songs she yeah. can write the lyrics you know she can she can do all that on her own it's like hey good for you like it's and, yeah. it, and she is weird yeah she totally. doesn't mind being weird and 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 made that something that also made her money which is where i think pretty rare mm-hmm. um, yeah no she's she's definitely out of the box um and uh everything before a star is born was very much about the artifice um about you know meat suits and yeah. and crazy makeup um and costume so change, costume change costume exactly change. And so for A Star is Born, for her to strip all of that away, just be a normal person, we actually see her face for the first time, really. Hmm. Um, that's, an, that's interesting. I don't really, you know? like, because I'm not an avid Lady Gaga consumer, I, I wonder how much of an impact that would have made for people who really do, like, well, that's what she fucking looked like. That's just, yeah. Mm, yeah. That. I hadn't thought about that. That's yeah. a, that is interesting. And for so then for her to be in that role, um, and it it just uh, really it all everything came together in that moment. Um, and and the the bigger shocker of that movie, I think, was Bradley Cooper um, yeah, and Bradley his Cooper. <laughs> his directing uh, was very well done. Um, he produced it. He did everything for that movie. Um, and he acted in a very, very good performance. Um, you think the voice is over the top? I've heard some people. Oh, really? I've heard. I've. That's that's the joke yeah. I hear is like, yeah, you know, doing his like just yeah. like a drunk version of uh, Christian Bale's Batman or something like that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but I, you know, I I I bought into it. Um, and... I'm not, sorry, I'm not. I'm not saying you should or should. Right. Like, I was just wondering how you felt. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so well, you yeah, must, that, yeah, you must not have been put off by too much for it to be number four on your yeah. top ten. Of it was my number one for that mo- for that, that year, year. Um, and it's my number one musical of the decade, it's of which musical. there were good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, my honorable mentions here are uh, Les Misérables. Oh, okay, I loved that adaptation. We just tried watching that maybe two weeks ago, yeah, and we couldn't do it. Oh, really? So I'm 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 familiar with the, the musical. I've seen it a couple times, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, I don't, I don't know if, if it was difficult for me. Because, so like, I, I don't think we we're in the right place to watch. We weren't in the right mood mm-hmm. for one thing. And then seeing close-ups, the close-ups really, really didn't work for me the way oh, like, okay. cause like, did you get to, uh, Anne Hathaway? No, no, okay. we did not see the, the shape, the, the shaved head mm-hmm. clothes, like where she's bald. Okay. I mean, I have seen that clip sure. like that. You, it was hard to avoid that clip. Right. Um, but I think we were, we'd gotten to the point, um, Jean Valjean was, 
it was just it was right after he was caught with robbing that uh, monastery maybe like mm-hmm. 20 30 minutes into the the film mm-hmm. and he's having a moment where he's like i think he's like looking at the cross he's like what what can i like ah i'm lost yeah. and these it's just having a close up of somebody while they're doing like, like these operatic tunes it's weird yeah it's and and maybe i needed to embrace that sure and yeah. like cuz just imagine someone right up in your it's what if like some right up in your face doing like ah! right know? um because it's meant for a, a house of 300, 500,000 people sure. where you have to yeah. hit the back of the room. And so mm-hmm. um, the intimacy of the shot did not match mm. the the power of, even though like, obviously it's not, it's not like that loud because we can control the volume in our apartment, but it felt that kind of power. Yeah. And it just, it was, I was so pulled out of the story because I was thinking about like, this is feels weird to me. Mm-hmm. I could I could watch any musical ever. Like uh even Cats. I saw Cats. Uh <laughs> Tom Hooper also directed. Um and uh yes. I mean my face the entire time was just like locked in this Aww. like crazy smile. Um and I'm not even a Cats fan. I I, I like some Andrew Lloyd Webber, but uh, I didn't really know Cats going mm-hmm. in. Um and I mean don't get me wrong it's a bad movie <laughs> but like i loved watching it and like i look forward to watching it again no well it's, it's if there's an enjoyment factor for you like uh i know i not to get into like the discussion of guilty pleasures again mm-hmm. but it's not a guilty pleasure if you if you can derive joy out of it then it's fine like yeah. it's it's fine be like you can also appreciate like well this was Maybe not like I. I understand why other people would not like this. Oh yeah, and and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like they're like it was. It was kind of a hate watch in some ways because I I don't like James Corden. I don't like Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, like the but, idea of hate watching something is very funny to me. Yeah. It, but it was you know it was just like I was with uh, my boyfriend at the time. Well, still my boyfriend, and um, uh, like I was just like in awe the whole movie just of you know the badness mostly um and like i'd look over at him and he was just like you know just dying like he did not have he was not having a good time oh bad Uh, dying yeah exactly um but he liked that i liked it you know so um but yeah back to uh les mis yes yes yes. um i i i just loved it and i think um i think i did embrace the overwhelmingness of it because it, it, it's definitely it's different and yeah. also russell crowe's voice i'm sorry yeah. i know we talk about i know that's been talked about to death but mm-hmm. ha- i hadn't watched i hadn't heard it until yeah. i watched the movie I'm like oh whoa <laughs> russell crowe like he's singing yeah. in the back of his just yeah oof. i mean yeah there is not like uh i don't know you need a very specific actor for yaffer and uh Jaffer? Jaffer? Whatever you 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 know better than I do. Sure, <laughs> um, and like I just don't think he was the best choice for that role. I don't know why he got that part because he's kind of he's not a name is, but he's not even as big anymore. Not, not, not now, yeah. I don't. Um, but Hugh Jackman, I think, oh, gave a hell of a performance sure in there. Did. Anne Hathaway, only, is I watched twenty etched minutes into my brain. I only like, watched like 20, 30 minutes, and like it's it's all Jean Valjean at the mm-hmm. beginning. I'm like, hey, he's. I get he's still great, like he's good. Um, it's just, it, it's just, it's yeah. a lot. It, and 
and I hate saying that, like I, but we it it's the, it's that shitty feeling, like well, hey, we can just watch some, watch something else. You know, like mm-hmm. we don't have to, we can watch this, and we usually we finish what we start. Sure, um, but just like <laughs> we're not. Not this we're, one we're not doing this one just it's not not we're in the right place yeah uh, my other honorable mention for a musical from this decade is uh into the woods oh yeah um i really enjoyed that adaptation did bird do that no that wasn't bird he did alice in Wonderland. um no it was a um, i was assuming it is because rob marshall yeah because uh streep's in that mm-hmm it is johnny Johnny Depp's not Johnny in, Depp is in isn't that? Yeah. That's what. That's why I assumed it was a bird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did uh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right, Sweeney Todd. Um, and uh, yeah, I just it was charming <clears throat> enough. Um, I liked Emily Blunt. Um, mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick is fine. James Corden is fine. God, um, he just gets around, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Um, Meryl Streep is wonderful in that movie. I think she got an Oscar nom for it. Probably. I mean, um, let's just assume. Yeah, if right. not for that, something else that year. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, she even got an Oscar nom for like August Osage County, and that yeah. was like a horrible movie of a great play, but really. That was the, that was the Julie. She, Julie Roberts was the lead in that, right? Right. Yes. Yeah, she was like the Amy Morton mm-hmm. role. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I, again, any musical, I'm going to love it. Hmm. Um, I have my quibbles with Into the Woods, you know, whatever songs they cut um, kind of, you know, irks me. But I understand why they did that. Hmm. Um, I think overall it pretty, it pretty much worked. But, it, but it's, uh, it's just, that's your honorable mention. That is an honorable mention, okay. yes. Um, so no, no tie for Into the Woods. Uh, no, A Star is Born stands as, alone. As a number four. Everything uh-huh. else is like, I enjoyed these. Nah, not good enough for the list. Yeah. But but I, I still, like, it was a good decade for musicals, I think. For musical yeah, I films. Mean, I'm, nothing, I, I guess I, just can't, I can't think of anything. I mean, there's the Mamma like, Mia 2. I think Mamma Mia 1 was in the first Because Chicago decade. came out in 2001 or 2. 2, yeah, I think. And that's the one that... I think revitalized mm-hmm. to an extent like the like we it, musicals are now viable but so La La Land did not oh I haven't seen La La Land <laughs> which is insane I'm, that surprises me yeah I I you know I got so hyped um and like I I actually haven't seen any Damien Chazelle movies um which I, I really should pick up on that um, but, you know, I don't know, like it, it, it also had the backlash with, uh, you know, these white characters doing jazz mm-hmm. in L.A. Like, um, so that's going to it's going to keep happening for a while. We're right. gonna, I mean, but it's not to say like it we should still be calling to task mm-hmm. filmmakers for diversity. We should right. absolutely be doing that. Um and I don't know. I was gonna say like, but we shouldn't let that stop us from enjoying some. But yeah. maybe we should. Maybe Did you like La La Land? I didn't see it. Oh, okay, yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> the the extent like uh, Brooklyn saw it. She liked it for the most part. Like mm-hmm. people who saw it, like yeah, I liked it. It wasn't like they. I don't think anybody's live was changed the way that I think some people would ha- like the way Moonlight maybe would have changed mm-hmm. a, a young black boy's life. Mm-hmm. I don't think La La Land changed any uh, privileged white people's lives. <laughs> Yeah, I. You know what? I think that's probably the movie from this decade that I haven't seen yet that would most likely be in my top ten um, if I saw it, which I haven't. 
Is there any reason you haven't seen her in? Or just aside from the, I think it just has a pushback. From... Like I think I got rid of HBO before it started being on HBO, and I just never. I hadn't been going to the movies that much during that time, um, and I just never picked it up. I should. I will sometime. Well, I mean, I'll see it someday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, now it's whenever because the the li- the your list is over. The mm-hmm. decade's done. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you do a, a, this is a locked revision. in. We yeah. did the we did the podcast. Yep. It's you know it'll be published soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, on to number three. Woo. Um, this is a tie to animated films that I think just uh, knocked everything wide open. Um, the first one is Inside Out. That was cute. Um, it's my Pixar movie of the decade. Um, it it was probably yeah. I I also think this is kind of a. I think Pixar peaked in the two thousands, mm-hmm. and they've yeah. been coasting ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially since I think they lost a lot of their independence. I think Disney just pushes a lot of its agenda on yeah. Pixar films anymore. So they make a lot of sequels. I mean, we we have now had four Toy Stories. Yeah, two of those were two of those sequels were this decade. Mm-hmm. Um. But I did enjoy Inside Out. Um, yeah, I thought it was Richard Richard Kind's character. For, was oh, that Bing oh, Bong? Yeah, yeah, alone, just for the imaginary friend. Yeah, and just they, that it was a nice to feel the same way I felt when I watched the beginning of Up, which I know mm. these things are designed to be emotionally right. provocative. Like that's that is ex- they do exactly what they're mm. meant to, but it feels it it there's something oddly earned about it that I'm like, y- you did it in a way. That I, I'll 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 give it to you. you yeah. You, well, it's just so outside the box. I've never seen a movie where the characters were emotions inside a little girl's head. Yeah. You know, like conceptually, it, it's a very interesting idea. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it, it was just brilliant and um like just clever at every turn and deeply emotional. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, like I think I cried like seven times during that movie. I still do when I watch it. It's hard not to. Like it's, it's yeah. <laughs> so good um agreed i enjoyed that film a lot yeah uh tied for number three is spider-man into the spider-verse so you really enjoyed that one. Oh man another movie that just like i didn't it, there were things in that movie that they did that just blew my mind and this is i would i would put this on list for visuals mm-hmm. uh because like the story you know it I, works I, I mean it works but it's it I was not. I was like. I was obviously blown away by the the look of the mm-hmm. film. The film looks fantastic. Yeah. Um. But the sto- like, I don't know. Like, uh, it, it is a standard comic book film. Mm-hmm. Like, it, or a nice origin story. It expands the the Spider Verse. It's very it, meta. It's very meta. I mean, because yeah. we have. I mean, uh, John Mulaney playing the the pig <laughs> Spider Man is like. It's it's funny. It's some nice nods. Some tongue in cheek winks to the audience. All that stuff. Yeah. Um. And I, I can appreciate the humor, but it also it's it's still it will never it can never transcend the as long as it stays tied to like the the the, the tropes of comic bookdom. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll ever transcend it, right? Mm-hmm. But it'll but it, what it did that was nice. Obviously, it has like it has uh, diversity, a lot of diversity. The animation is fantastic, mm-hmm. um, and it, it and Spider Man is still going to be one of the more likable. Um, universal uh, um, uh, attractive characters because he's he's just dealing with it's all it all with Spider-Man it always feels like the first thing he's dealing with is being human and then a human with powers mm-hmm. and uh, 
I know that they try to incorporate that with other characters, but like it always feels Spider-Man always feels like any iteration of Spider-Man always has that that grounded nature that he's yeah. somebody. I was talking to a friend like he is the, your friendly neighborhood. He's he's not always saving the world. He is saving the world in this one, but like generally speaking, he's catching robbers mm-hmm. next door and doing right. things for his immediate community instead of trying to tackle world ending problems and mm-hmm. that's always more that's a very attractive uh aspect to a hero who could save the world but he's like no new york's fine yeah well i'll save new york yeah and like in the same way inside out kind of just blew the door open i think um spider man into the spider verse did the same thing uh just and like i i think it's the first comic book movie to really embrace the comic book look um, other than maybe <clears throat> Ang Lee's Hulk, um, which, which put people off. Yeah, it's a bad movie, but <laughs> I loved what I like. I loved the imagination of it, um, but uh, not successful. Um, and this, I think, worked on so many more levels. Um, it was so fun and uh, colorful. Yeah, like and outside the box again. Things with animation never seen before. Um, and I mean, I, I believe they created like their own, like they, from scratch, their own computer animation for this movie. I would not be surprised. It's, yeah. it's, it's a beautiful looking film. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you got Phil Lord and, uh, Christopher Miller, I think that's their names. Um, and who they did, uh, Lego movie. Oh and, yeah. Lego movie was uh, cute. 21 Jump Street. I never saw that one. I but, did not either. Um, uh, but they're really great, um, and so I, I think the script is actually really good, and and uh, the story is kind of unexpected um, because you do expect the Peter Parker thing, mm-hmm. um, and so that we got the Miles Morales. Um, he's as surprised as anyone that he's, he's Spider Man. Yeah. Um, no, so it was a nice way to reboot it. Yes. It, no, and maybe I take for granted how much of this I already know. Also, I'm familiar with the Miles Morales storyline. Oh, okay. And so maybe like... I, I was not. And yeah. So maybe that's just like, yeah, I already know. <laughs> it's all the same. Um, sure. So I, I get that. Thank you for reminding me that... <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, I don't know, seeing... Yeah, I read the script already. I knew how it was going to end. You didn't... You hadn't read it. You didn't mm-hmm. know. Um, and that would make for a much more... It would... Yeah, it would be a... a God, you were saying it like a, a new take... On, on, a, on a sort of tired theme in a mm-hmm. way. So like, I yes. And because Spider-Man does already exist in their world, it is even easier to identify with the protagonist because like anybody, it also gives you that anybody could be Spider-Man kind mm-hmm. of thing, yeah. which is, which we... Which after three iterations of film Spider-Mans uh, was really uh, something to uh, honor. Yeah. Um, it was just very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, honorable mentions here are uh, Zootopia, the Disney film. Uh, just very funny. Yep. Deserved uh, the Oscar that year. Um, I think it, it was up against something that was really good, too, like a Pixar movie that I loved. But, That's what keep, yeah. keep talking. I can look it up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just thought it was very funny, very charming, surprisingly good. Um, Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, I did enjoy uh, the first one I enjoyed. Yeah. second one's... I liked uh, it. I mean, I had yeah. fun, but it, yeah. it, it felt 
more of the same. And right. that felt like more of a cash grab. The first mm-hmm. one had it was inventive. So inventive. And so I, creative. I I'll give I will always give points for like combining all of these these disparate characters from mm-hmm. all these old video games or creating ones that are just slightly different. Yeah. But still like obviously that's this character from this old video game right um, and, it, one, and it does so way better than uh ready player one which i never saw Oof, don't you know it's unnecessary that's right <laughs> um but yeah no i love that movie and then uh the other one is the lego movie um because again did things with animation i didn't ever see before um very 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 funny movie yeah. uh that was i think that was peak Pratt for me <laughs> like when he did that I'm like you got me Chris like I was like I was still on the Chris Pratt train yeah and I think after that it just it got like oof then yeah. he was just then he was just everywhere yeah and now he's back to I think an appropriate level of stardom where he's mm-hmm. like he had he had his moment yeah you know uh Jurassic World Jurassic World like his Guardians I think I think the first Guardians was was when we all like Wow, he's he's buff. He's awesome. We love mm-hmm. him. And then he did like Lego Movie, and then I think he did the Jurassic World film. And b- right before that, right after Jurassic World, I think I was just yeah. I he am... put out a movie with Jennifer Lawrence. I never yeah. saw. So Jupiter Ascend, uh, pa- Alaris, Passengers, Passengers. Yeah, um, I heard that was bad. Yeah, and then the second Jurassic World was really bad. Either. Oof. Um, and I liked the first one a lot. I think we um, all got, I think we all kind of didn't like that he left um, his wife. <laughs> oh, oh, Anna Faris. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Because she's she's funny she's and she seems wonderful. like a real winner. Yeah, I like her a lot. <laughs> I've, I've she's and she seems to have a good sense of humor about herself, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And like, it's dude, what's what's wrong? Like, I don't know. And yeah. he's very he's very religious, which oh yeah, some people have a problem with that, right? Um, but yeah. that's. That's a whole nother thing. Yep. Anyway. Um, all right. Moving on to... Uh, so, a great decade for animation. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, you got these five movies. You got Moana, Coco, Frozen. Um, so, like, great decade. I forgot for about the Lego film. movie also. I, had, I yeah. saw it in theaters. I've only seen it the one time. But it's it was. I remember having fun. Will Arnett as Batman is very funny. Mm-hmm. And I think they've already made three, three of them. Uh, three sequels or spinoffs. I think they there had Lego th- B- Batman. There was Lego Movie two. two. I didn't see either of those. They might have another Lego Movie. I don't. I think there might be another one out there, but um, um, but yeah, and and Lego Movie two was good. Batman was good. Um, but the first one is really. I think probably cap. Like, I think the the idea of making a Lego Movie in the first place is some. I, I would have had to have seen it because I played with so many Legos oh, as a child. Sure. Like it was. I love Legos, mm-hmm. and that they made a movie on it is no different than Transformers. It's, right, right, but but something it transcended much cu- that. But something much cuter, much more approachable, and and didn't feel as as obvious mm-hmm. a cash grab as Transformers. And maybe that's just it's animation. Michael Bay wasn't involved. Yeah, like well, I think I think there's a lot of. Um, I'm trying to look at my list. Well, coming up, there's going to be a couple. Um, of films that take existing IP and really look at it a different way. So yes. Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, um, uh, Lego movie for sure. Um, and, you know, I mean, you have your, 
what ugly dolls or um brats movie yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. um <laughs> ugly dolls <laughs> that was the thing i what really yeah there was a movie and i don't know it's based on something uh, i don't know um, oh no I, w- I want that to be something you just made up right now <laughs> Yeah, I wish. Um, so, like, there are those cash grabs, but I think it's it's really um, fun when, you know, you have the right director um, and they come in it with a vision that is strong, um, which leads me to number two. Number two, 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 two. Uh, this is a tie. This is my Marvel movies. Ooh, okay. So you, you enjoy the Marvel films. I, and I, I was only... Uh, in the last three years, was I really? Um, so you been playing catch up. Yes. Uh, was I really converted it in, uh, converted to the Marvel uh, religion? <laughs> um, and I actually, I think just a couple weeks ago, I finally saw all of the Marvel movies. Me too. Um, I was I, really hungover two weeks ago. Yeah. I watched Miss Marvel and Endgame. Uh, in Captain the same Marvel. Night. Captain, excuse me, Captain yeah. Marvel and Endgame in the same night. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, yeah, right. Miss Marvel is the one who can stretch. She's a she's the, she, they're gonna make a TV show with her. Yeah, and it's Miss yeah. Marvel who named herself after Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. And she can just she's like she's Elastic, Elastic Girl, ma- yeah, Elastic Girl or um, Mister Incredible or whatever you know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, lots of characters can stretch. The yeah. Rubber Band Man, I believe that's also or Plastic Man. Plastic Man's is a DC character who can stretch. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, uh. Yeah, so I uh, so I think the last one I had to see was Thor: The Lost World. Oh, yeah, and it was fine. It wasn't as bad as everybody said it was. That's the the second or third. The one. second Thor. The second yeah. Thor. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Kent, did Kenneth Branagh direct that one too? He did the first no. He one. did the first one. The second one was somebody else. Okay. okay. Um, the worst of all of them for sure uh, was The Incredible Hulk. That is just a dumpster oh, fire. Oh, you mean movie. the one with uh, Ed Norton? Yes. Well, I heard Ed Norton oh made God. it a, a, just, he was not, he, they wanted Ed Norton, but he didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. and he made it very difficult for everybody else on set. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can feel it in the movie. It's just, it's a mess. I, can, um, I, I it's, and I forget about it all the time. And is, is, isn't, so Tim Roth is in that. He's yeah. the the villain. But isn't isn't John Hurt also in? Oh yep. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's where he starts. Or is it William Hurt? William Hurt. William Hurt. Sorry, John yeah. Hurt. I, he's yeah, the same older, last name. Right. Yeah, John Hurt's the one who died. Yeah, he's, he was in Alien and mm-hmm. uh, like Hell, Hellboy in Altered State. Yeah, yeah. Hellboy. And so yeah, that's right. Um, but William Hurt's in Altered State and like oh, yeah. William Hurt's the one who's and also like the village and he's mm-hmm. he plays the. The, the military head in all of these Marvel films. Right. I can't right. remember the character's name now. Yeah. But anyway. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, that was the worst uh, that I just caught up on. Um, I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Better better to forget about it. I mean, because Ed Norton isn't even uh, the Hulk anymore. Yeah. And and also, Hulk, if, if it hasn't been pro- proven with the, the two sort of mediocre films that came out, mm-hmm. the Hulk is not a good central character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bruce Banner could be, but the Hulk just just isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it doesn't. It, there's not much character. Like he turns like the the film's about preventing him from becoming the thing that we want to see him right. be. Yeah, and that's that's a hard play. Like because yeah. then it, once it becomes that, it's impossible. Like the, yeah, so which is why Thor Ragnarok fucking rocked. Uh, that's one of the three that I have tied for number two. Nice segue. 
Um, yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, another Taika Waititi film. Um, and this is uh, kind of a turning point for Marvel, I think, when they really uh, started letting the directors kind of uh, put their own spin Finally. on things. Yeah. Um, and they allowed Chris Hemsworth to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, definitely a big turning point for Thor as a character. Um, it's he loses so... his eyeball. That's the one where he loses yeah. his eyeball. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so creative. Uh, uh, Kate Blanchett as the villain. The villain. Amazing. Uh, you got Jeff Goldblum in there. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, you got Hulk um, uh, smashing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Unabated it, in his smashing. Yeah. Oh, Tessa Thompson is Valkyrie, yep. um, who I hope we see a lot more of her going forward. Oh, I mean, she, uh, she's also in uh, Westworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she is in Endgame, obviously, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so I, I just I, I can watch Thor Ragnarok anytime. Anytime I could watch it. It's so watchable. Um I just loved it. Um also tied Black Panther. Um again, giving a director free reign to mm-hmm. you know, create this world. Um it's great character, great um great cast. Um everybody in the cast is really tremendous. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as mm-hmm. the villain. Um, Chadwick Boseman is T'Challa. Uh, uh, you got um, Forrest Whitaker's in there too. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Um, uh, what's her face from The Walking Dead? Oh, uh, Okoye yeah, is yeah, her yeah. character. Um, oh, isn't and isn't uh, oh, Lupita Nyongo's in there? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh gosh. And uh, um, oh, she was. <laughs> I, I keep thinking of her in that movie. Um, uh, um, day. Oh gosh. Angela Bassett. Yeah, Angela Bassett. Thank yeah. you. I was like, she did this film with Rafe Fiennes in like 1993 or something. That's that's a, Strange oh, Days. Strange Days. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I never just, saw that one. Was it good? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's in, we. It's one of those movies we watched in film school because it has a lot to do. It, it it's just really easy to teach film theory when you watch movies because it's like the premise of the film is that there's this technology that allows you to record the things that you're seeing for a, a certain period of time and and to like and you can turn that into a disc and someone can watch it and feel and live mm. the life that you that you so they, it's not only like watching it but they feel the same emotions mm-hmm. and cool. and sensations mm-hmm. um but somebody is murdering people oh. and is sell and is filming the murders oh, and wow. selling those and oh. it's like and so okay. people get to feel the sensation of murdering somebody yeah. and so it's does it pull off the premise i mean to an extent to but an extent. it it, it that the premise is why you watch it. Mm-hmm. Everything else around it is like a, a just a, a pretty serial esque uh, um, structured cop drama. Ray mm-hmm. Fiennes plays like this this down and out detective mm-hmm. who's had a rough past and he sure. ain't happy about his life, but he's got to do his job, yeah. you know. And Angela Bassett is like, "You got to get your shit together. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you know, uh, the cop who has to do things right because if she doesn't do shit right, she's gonna get fired." And like. Yeah. Um and it's a lot of it's uh, Rodney King reactionary. Oh, okay, yeah. Surveillance and yeah. and complacency and all these other kinds oh, of things. Cool. I got to check that out. It, it's it's yeah. a very fascinating film, but it's very dated also. Mm-hmm. Um it. and Tom Sizemore is also in it because it was a film in the 90s, <laughs> so Tom Sizemore yeah. has to be in it. Yeah. Um uh but anyway, back Angela, to Black yeah, Panther. Yeah. Um and then just I mean the cultural force of that movie. 
uh, was yeah, tremendous. I think that's, and that yeah. if it's on a list for me, that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I, a it's just a good movie, but b you know the fact that we were able to see um, a, uh, a superhero of color, um, a, an African superhero uh, of like a very uh, technologically advanced society. Um, it just kind of rewrote a lot of rules yeah. um, and did it with uh, panache yeah. um, and, and excitement. I yeah I can't and it's again a very watchable movie. Oh absolutely, it's, it's I mean it's as entertaining as I think a lot of the films are all like for me equally entertaining. Like I st- even though I Ant Man was kind of gutted, mm-hmm. I still like enjoy watching Ant Man. Paul yeah. Rudd is a very likable actor, mm-hmm. um, and so in the same tone, like yeah I'll I'll watch these films for sure. But I I really agree that it's it's hard not to talk about the cultural significance, the so the social significance of, of Black Panther. Right. Um and regardless of how good the film is, it did it did that. Yeah. And um it will be and because it did that and it's a Marvel film, it will like we have to like, hey, it's this is a step. Yeah. And and it has to be people like Marvel, even like even though it's still like just lining Disney's pockets, mm-hmm. but to to make it that representation, the representation, and and like that, it's also commercially viable, mm-hmm. which allows oh, you can make money off of stories about black people, right? All right, let's start making those. Like, we'll make those movies again, you yeah. Know? And and it won't be black exploitation or something like that, right? Um, it'll be just telling stories about, and like, uh, and not say that we haven't been because like, you know, if Beale Street, if Beale Street could talk and mm-hmm. Moonlight are all about like the Af- the like the black experience, totally. Um, but I think we talk about them more now and not because of Black Panther. Obviously there's a lot of other things going on, mm-hmm. but Marvel saying, not saying it's okay. Well, like, we're going like to put $150 million into this exactly. movie. There's not going to be, you know, a, a white lead yeah. in it. It could you have know, been the biggest risky. we got is uh, Martin Freeman, Martin Freeman. <laughs> and uh, what's his face? Uh, Schmeagle. Oh uh, yeah, Andy Circus. Andy Circus, you know, yeah. oh, that's right. Uh, he was the villain there. Yeah, uh, uh, the noise guy. Echo. I can't remember his name now. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, what one's the bad guy and one, one is a bad guy, and the other is a bumbling uh, shield operative or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? And so, especially for these, uh, for that movie to come, you know, uh, a year into Donald Trump's yeah. presidency, you know, it just was the kind of energy very timely absolutely yeah. i agree with that um my uh number one of number two okay <laughs> of tied for number two uh, is avengers endgame um they just stuck the fucking landing with that one um it's uh it's so epic it's mind-bending um they introduced time travel they visit they those movies, uh, even Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, um, and uh, there's you know cameos you don't expect. I didn't expect to see um, uh, Tilda Swinton. I, I was surprised to see Natalie Portman for a yes. second. Yeah, I was like yeah. they even a little bit like I don't think she said anything, mm-hmm. but they they got her at least her rights or something. They got yeah. permission to use her appearance right. if if she wasn't actually in it. Yeah. And which is brilliant because we all we all were like, oh well, Natalie Portman's done. We're never know? gonna see her again. And then, sure enough, like a couple months later, we hear that she's gonna be in Thor four. And the yeah, which I I'm, I 
How do you feel? Just a quick tangent, mm-hmm. but it's, it's still on. Yeah. How do you feel about them continuing? Do you feel like Endgame felt like I? I was done? surprised. I was surprised. Um, but I mean, you know, Thor didn't die. No, a um, lot of them. A lot of, I mean, and, everybody's back. Only Iron Man and um, Black and Black Widow are mm-hmm. the only two that, right? Uh, or did Jerry Jeremy uh, Renner? Captain uh, Captain America. Oh, kind well, of died. But then, but then, because we have the introduction of time travel. Mm-hmm. And nothing nothing's off the yeah. table. Yeah. And, and and Robert Downey Jr. could come back at any time. We're, we have the Black Widow movie coming out in May that could introduce um, some way for We uh, have a Black, Black Widow, Widow coming out? Yeah, Black? it's coming out in May. And it's is Scarlet? Yeah. It's, it's kind of a flashback <laughs> okay. movie. Like it takes place be, right? in between uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War. I okay. Think. Um, but it looks great. Rachel sure Weisz yeah. and uh, David Harbour and Fran- Florence Pugh. Um, pew pew. Um, it, it just it like I'm excited for everything coming up for Marvel. And uh, again, about 18 months ago, I had seen maybe a, a handful of Marvel movies. So this is interesting. So like I'm, I feel because I've been on mostly on since Iron Man mm, mm. 2008. Mm-hmm. No wait, no before 2004. I think is when oh, Iron no, Man I came. No, I think out. 2008. I think you're right. Was it really? Okay. Yeah. Um. So I've been years, yeah, to over a decade invested in in this, and and I've I remember my, my peak Marvel for me, you know, it's probably uh, when the first Avenger film came out, and like mm-hmm. this is the culmination, and and then they just kept going, yeah, and I was like at Avengers, I was like this is this is the best version of all the movies. It's it's like we've had all these basically prequels leading up into mm-hmm. what I thought was just going to be the kernel of the whole franchise and then and then they just kept going. I was like, yeah. "Nah, that's nah, nah, to me it's all been more the same." But well, and it's great you, that you can just kind of like for a few years just like drop off, drop off and then come back and catch up on all those movies. It was, and it's not it's not an entirely like I do enjoy comic book lore and so it's not an entirely unenjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's long, <laughs> yeah. But you've come into this recently, which is kind of we could have done a late to the party on uh, oh, on sure. this subject, yeah. <laughs> um, because every I, I I I honestly didn't think anybody would be late to, like to, mm-hmm. to this. I mean, I did see Iron Man in the theaters, um, and I liked it a lot. But I I've never been a comic book book person, um, and I still really enjoy Iron Man. I think it's the yeah. best one. Honestly. It's great. I loved. Uh, I saw Iron Man three recently, and I was really pleased with that one. It's fun. Ben um, Kingsley. Yeah, yeah. Oh my. As God. a fake villain, that was crazy. spoiler alert. All right. Um, so uh, Avengers Endgame. I, I thought Infinity War was great. I've watched that movie several times, um, and Endgame just kind of took what was a huge cliffhanger and really um, doubled down on it. With that five-year time jump, yeah, um, just I remember watching it in the theater on the night it came out, and just being like, "What? <laughs> They're jumping ahead five years? Yeah. This is insane!" Um, and even and and I mean, starting the movie on Hawkeye and his family was just devastating, um, and bringing in uh, Ant Man into the story, and just this new combination of of heroes um was lovely i just uh it, it all worked for me um, well it's it's like a, a, a i think we said earlier it's like a best of it's just yeah a recap 
and I know it got some flack for like, well, it's just all the movies in one. I'm like, well, I mean, and that's why I felt like it put a button on the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I shouldn't have expected it to stop, but that's, it felt like they could, they could have dusted their hands oh, sure. and walked into the sunset. Yeah. And then, but then, you know, who are they to, to walk away from millions and billions of more dollars of right. money? Right. Um, but I mean, there's so many more stories to tell. Oh yeah, and, there, there, and there's more iterations of the Avengers, and we can get more uh, uh, representation of people yeah. of color, um, of and, women. And eventually, they're gonna like Disney will get their hands on the on X Men eventually, and oh. then and then we'll we'll have. I mean, not to say that we need a better like because I thought Hugh Jackman's Wolverine was oh, very good. I thought absolutely. a lot, and, and Patrick Stewart and yeah. Ian McKellen's iconic. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're the great versions. But I'm just waiting for the for them to get those rights and then yeah. we'll have a whole new x-men mm-hmm. yeah it'll be the disney marvel x-men yeah and and i think um oh my honorable mention for this oh. group is logan yeah logan was um, great i like the, the last wolverine movie yeah. i i i didn't even i can't even remember if i saw the first two wolverine movies they're, they're not good yeah no i don't think they are no. um or uh origin wolverine origins and uh Wolverine. The, the Wolverine. Wolverine. You're right. They, like, not even trying. Yeah, right. Ones. The same thing with Suicide Squad. The next oh, one God. is just going to be called The Suicide Squad, and, and, as uh, if that's a different and title. We think about Birds of Prey. This film is out oh. right now with uh, Harley Quinn. The Harley, mm-hmm. like a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, I. It looks pretty good. I'm. I'm. I think I'm I might re- even read, see it in the theater. I've not read anything about. It. I just discovered that it even existed just a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. I was looking for like Valentine's Day ideas and like. Sure. I keep seeing ads for this movie with what? Oh my god! It, it's Harley. Like I didn't even. Yeah. Went right. Like, I just had no idea. Had no yeah. Idea. Well, and I think the <sighs> the MCU kind of represents. You know, if if uh, Spider Man no two thousand one I think was the first Spider Man. Yeah. Um, with and, Toby. And that was like the comic book movie for many years, and then X Men came along, and those movies were X Men came out. I think the same year actually i think yeah or even maybe 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 before that i almost want to say like 2000 to that like well yeah i'll I'll check right now but um it's they all kind of the 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 new because it was for me it was it was michael keaton batman and then Mm -hmm. the iterations of batman in the 90s Mm -hmm. the unfortunate joel schumacher film um and then it was then like superhero films were dead yeah and then and, and not that long, but when you know, I'm a kid of that age, a year feels like an eternity. And yeah. so I feel like there had been a there had been a superhero film in forever, and then Spider Man comes out, and it's just it's so yeah. Good. Well, and and you have an auteur there with Sam, Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. um, who really injected two thousand his... X Men came out in two thousand. Wow. Okay, yeah, um, and and those movies were great at the time. Yeah. Looking back, they don't hold up very well maybe the spider-man movies do but the x-men movies not so much yeah um i'm seen i haven't seen any of them for a long time i still hear people rave about x-men 2 yeah no, i do hear that but um, again I'm want- I, I haven't listened i haven't seen it in a long time 10 years yeah. for some of those movies yeah um but i think i think really the mcu elevated the genre um especially with those uh with thor ragnarok black panther and endgame i think just blew it out of the water um, and I'm ex- I'm very excited to see what's coming next. I love. I'm excited for the Disney Plus stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Cause they're making some original content for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. After. Yeah, they got Falcon and Winter Soldier. They got WandaVision, uh, and a Loki series coming oh, up too. Okay. 
Um, See, I don't, like maybe maybe it's maybe it's okay. Like I get I get bogged down by these ideas of of obvious commercialism and mm-hmm. like it's easy just to continue on. But maybe that's if people like it. What's the problem? Yeah, right. You know, I have some idea of like, but it's not art or or something. But what does that sure. even fucking mean? Right. <laughs> you know, right. It, it's people's enjoyment that matters ultimately. Yeah, and um, I mean these these movies at this point kind of do feel like a a TV series in yeah, some ways. Absolutely, uh, they're very um, uh, what's the word? Not episodic, but there's a through line. There's a through line. Yeah. Um, and they're all they're all connected. That, yeah, this gets me to like. We talked about it at the very beginning. The only reason these these tent poles can they have to exist this way with all this money, and they have to continue because they now have to compete with Netflix, mm-hmm. and Netflix can just grab up all of the low risk, low budget films. Like we can just take all those, mm-hmm. and we can we can take that risk. Yeah. Um. And Disney's like, well, we can't compete with small budget because people can just watch them at home now. Right. We have to get them out of the house, and to yeah. do that, we have to invest millions of dollars and we can't afford to invest millions of dollars unless we know we're going to get a return on these films so mm-hmm. obviously well they have to be events yeah like, absolutely. and that's what a movie has to be now to get people to go to go yeah um uh, and i think marvel movies are are events like yeah. even yeah, captain yeah. marvel i i really enjoyed that movie um and i actually enjoyed it better the second time i saw it which uh-huh. was kind of recently um and uh, yeah it's it's just I, I think they really revolutionized um and and maybe to a fault um you know movie making um we'll see what the next decade it's, it, brings it, it's for hard. It. there's usually a uh a, a predominant uh style for a couple decades mm-hmm. and then the french new wave comes and then right. breaks it all and then we do something new like yeah um but we'll see like it's but I think that's what Netflix is, and so we're. I think we should have a divergence mm-hmm. of we get to have every we get to have everything. Yeah. Like we, you can watch Roma on mm-hmm. Netflix, beautiful film, yeah, um, pretty inexpensive. But mm-hmm. we just watch that at home, or we can go out and watch, uh, you know, a five hundred million dollar budget movie, mm-hmm. um, and they're still getting our money, and right. no one can. No. True. Um, so it's it's win win for all of them. Like the only problem is if we just decide to stop subscribing or going to movies yeah like that's not and happening. no I mean, not. <laughs> there's too much to consume they're, they're absolutely like, and they're all vying for our attention yeah um but yeah it's it you're right that like it, it's it it'll be interesting to watch how these these franchises and tent poles just keep going or or it, it will if they end how how it ends it's mm-hmm. it's fascinating and the thing is I I reluctantly but always end up seeing all of them anyway mm-hmm. like I like we the top ten grossing films there's only one of those I haven't seen yeah and same. If that just if that says anything it means well they got our money mm-hmm. yeah eventually yeah <laughs> number one all right number one all right so uh, this movie was an event was a film event uh it was very uh, i remember vividly seeing it in the theater and and the excitement of seeing it in the theater um it's a uh, director uh his first film i think um uh, a genre film um that i think transcended everything the film is get out oh whoa. yeah yeah it's just it's a 
very well-made film. Yeah. And it tackles America just and and race relations and yeah. and all of that just so brilliantly. Uh you know, the the moment in the story spoiler alert uh, where you realize that, oh, it's not just, you know, the dad. It's not just the mom. It's all four yeah. of them mm-hmm. that are evil. Fucking beast. <laughs> fucking beast. That's when the the, the oh. brother. Like, yeah, that's right. I always remember, like, I bet you're a fucking beast. And he's like, <laughs> the, his vocal fry is just <sighs> so up there. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Yeah. It's just, yeah. That, yeah. It, <clears throat> it, it just put you in the shoes of uh, these characters. Yep. Um, and I remember the very end of the film, uh, after, um, oh, which version name? did you see? Cause sorry, which so my, version? My, my brother has just saw it for the first time recently. And we were talking, I didn't know there was an al- there's an alternate ending What? where he goes to jail. Oh, oh, I think I heard about this, but I haven't seen it. It, it sounds like it sounds like a great convers, like a great thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm glad the film ended the way it did, because yeah. I I think we all needed that. Because mm-hmm. I think Jordan Peele, I think my brother was saying his quote was something like, "When the film came out, we needed a hero, we needed a good, a nice ending." But he was, I think his original thought was like, he would go to jail. Yeah, and wouldn't that be more indicative of the black experience in mm-hmm. America? Right, like, they, like no matter what your story is, you walk away from a house where you killed a bunch of white people, mm-hmm. like regardless of self defense or like, yeah, the story is he would go to jail. Right. But if it was a white guy, it'd be he'd be a hero and be self defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like you know. Yeah, well, and and that moment at the end of the movie after uh, I think, uh, oh god, what is the name of the actor? You mean his, the comic relief buddy? No, 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 oh, the no. main guy, the main guy. Oh, let me look it up. Oh I, my I, gosh. I, I don't know why I'm no, no, you're... slipping. He's in Queen and Slim. He's in Black Panther. He is in Black Panther. No, no, don't. It's it's killing me. And I, I, we, I, I'm, 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 uh, I. His name's Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. That last moment where I think he kills the the brother. Um. On the street. That's right. Like Keith Stanfield's in that. He's yeah. Like Keith Stanfield. He has the titular line. Yep. Um. Uh, that was a Jeopardy question a few days ago. Oh, really? So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so that moment when he's, you know, I don't remember how he killed him. Maybe with a rock or something. He's got the weapon in yep. his hand. Uh, the brother is dead on the ground. A police car pulls up. And you're just like, fuck. And you think it's going to end that way. Oh, my God. Yep. I was just yep. like, he's about to get shot. This is the, oh. And, like, you feel it. Yeah, right. And and when the the buddy comes out of the car, you're just like, thank God. Yeah. Like, it, especially it came out in February of 2017, and a month after Donald Trump gets, yeah, uh, yeah. gets inaugurated, yeah. and like if the movie had ended like that, um, kind of like the alternate ending, um, it it would have been so painful um and and that pain on top of all the pain that we're feeling in america at that moment yeah um but like and i think we would have walked away talking about the ending instead of talking about race relations Mm -hmm. and obviously you're going to talk a bit about that but the appropriation of black culture and of black Mm -hmm. of like and what it means to be a black person in america i think 
would we'd be talking more about issues of incarceration and yeah. prejudice, which we, we still are going to talk about, mm-hmm. g- given that the ending, the the theatrical ending, makes you like, <gasps> of course he's going to get arrested, of course he's going to, yeah. but then he doesn't. It's still like there's oh, hope, and, yeah, and that's exactly, yeah. and I think that is what at that moment, like he said, like we needed a hero, you know, yeah. we needed something nice to happen, um, yeah. while also showcasing how difficult. And we're also two white guys talking about right. this, you know, how we understand how difficult it, it must be for a black person to live in America mm-hmm. based on the things that are now films like this that are able to educate us a bit. Yeah. They, yeah. And I mean, this is not very much long after Black Lives Matter yeah. movement, yeah. you know, um, and so it's just that moment is so fraught and it just that having that like i don't know 15 20 seconds they didn't need to have it be a cop and have him come shoot him or anything like that we already felt it exactly without them even showing it Yep, the implication of it is is enough yeah Mm -hmm. um and then uh just everything with uh bradley whitford and (sighs) Catherine keener um brilliant performances really just like the the white liberal you know, mode. I also love Stephen Root in that film. He's the, oh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's going to buy. Yes. Lakeith. I think Lakeith, I think Lakeith was his yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Um, but just, I love Stephen Root. Yeah. I think oh, he's great. <laughs> um, um yeah. and even, um, what's her face, uh, from girls, um, we have to Brian Williams's daughter, um, uh, Allison Williams. Allison Williams. Yeah. Uh, for her to play against type like that mm-hmm. um, and to kind of use her. Well, they're definitely using her, her, her like beautiful, perfect looks. Mm-hmm. Um, that girl and, next door kind of like, how can anything be wrong with exactly. this, this perfect? And of course, and like, you know, uh, we have an interra- interracial relationship here. So, I mean, she's already dating this how guy. How progressive. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she exactly. must be a good person. Exactly. Um, so to t- kind of turn the tables on that and really, um, as uh, white audience members, for us to kind of question our own liberalism and our own Which allyship. Should, yes, exactly. Um, Which was, I I I do all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, we have to. I just don't. I will. I can only be educated so much. I can only read so much news, and like mm-hmm. un, I can. I will never be able to fully understand it. Right. And I always have to understand that I'm coming from where I come from, mm-hmm. and to be honest about that. And yeah. And like, as I've I've worked with with black people, and like I've I've had I've I have friends. Like I got a black friend. <laughs> I have black friends. Yeah, black sure, friend. yeah. No, like, um, no. Actually, thankfully, like my last job, my my boss was a black guy. It was just it was the the most contact I'd mm-hmm. ever had mm-hmm. with a black person. And it just and and like and yeah, I'm a white guy from Iowa, and I'm not even if I I, I get I feel like I feel tense in my chest when I talk about like my inexperience about it. Yeah. Um, in this day and age, but it's still like it still exists. Yeah. Um, and I live on the north side of Chicago, which is notoriously white. Mm-hmm. Um, a because, very segregated city. Yeah, yeah. Very segregated. And I didn't move here because like, oh, thank God, I'll be away from the riff, <laughs> the riff, riff. You know, it's nothing like that. Right. I didn't even really know that. I knew there were neighborhoods you didn't go to, but like, sure. Um, I didn't know that. Um, and now I do, and it just. I want to be better about those things. Mm-hmm. I want to be more open-minded about stuff um, while also like being honest with myself about that. I can only, yeah, I just, and I, I just, 
wish there was more I could do in some some like all I can do is just not be a dick to to people. Yeah. Anybody really unless right. they are a dick to me first, I think, sure. right? Yeah. Um, but like so even beyond the social um, ramifications of the film it's just a fucking great movie oh it's also a great horror movie it's a great horror movie Um, uh, the the sunken place the idea of that uh, is genius Um, uh, Jordan Peele's uh, pacing and and the tension that he builds um, is really just genius Um, I didn't love Us uh, his follow up yeah um, I think Lupita Nyong'o should have gotten an Oscar great. nomination for it, but um, and I and I do want to see that movie again um, because I think he's just a, an amazing uh, voice. Um, well, he, he like when he he takes so like there's this. I, I took I was in film school. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of horror and sci-fi films they take an idea and push it to its its limit. Like it's it's like logical conclusion. Like what happens if you take this thing like black appropriation and Mm -hmm. turn it into something, a material idea, like make it alive. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of sci-fi films deal with that. Um, Like black, that's, that's all black mirror is. Right. It's just, what if this thing were a lot worse than it is, you Mm -hmm. know? And, and that's why it's very functional as both a horror film and as social commentary. Absolutely. Which I, I also sometimes think takes some, someone who's comedic sometimes. Like it's just because the film's a satire. Yeah. A it's horrific, very funny. Yeah, it's a hilarious, very horrific dark satire. Yeah. Um, because it's not a conventional horror. Like it, it is still that concept of taking something and pushing it to its limit. But it's not like what if ants were giant you know it's <laughs> right. what if this thing this 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 idea of black appropriation and were and and white like if white liberalism got to the point where like we love diversity so much we don't steal you, we yeah. Live you. Oh. um yeah it's gross it's gross it's like yeah. john malkovich being john malkovich mm-hmm. but you know scarier yeah <laughs> um and it's same thing with 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 us uh is a similar idea um and I think that's just turning the the, the the some of the bigger issues of of what it must be like to be a black person in America and making that into a horror film. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a, it's very effective. Yeah, um, on so many levels, and I really enjoyed both those films. But yeah, I did enjoy Get Out more. I think because it was so fresh, mm-hmm. um, and that you know the guy from Key and Peele was like doing something that was so both artistic but entertaining and scary which it's like it's hard to argue with with a debut like that yeah no it's it's such an indelible film um and i just remember the excitement of like ooh, this movie's coming out and like we gotta see it and then it was a huge box office hit but not right away though like i remember it had, oh it yeah took, that's right. it, like yeah. it had it was it was such a word of mouth for a mm-hmm. while like people were like did you see that and, like no oh that's right they came out i forgot and then like yeah. then it was like two months later i felt like then then everybody we don't have like, movies like that anymore it doesn't happen i feel like we get very few where it, it can linger and it can have this slow build where yeah. the social media actually does its job for good and, and mm-hmm. we end up hearing about like i think parasite's the exact same example yeah. mm-hmm. the exact same example it's very similar uh where i don't think a lot of people saw it when it first came out but it took and it, then 
it's still in theaters yeah it's still in theaters and we all get to like because the it's still building it's still making money which is one of the reasons we still can't like have official box office oh sure yeah numbers because i think we can pretty much say that avengers yeah because but it it made like two billion dollars it's still in theaters (laughs) somewhere like it's oh oh wow yeah yeah um and i'm sure there's it's gonna be in theaters for a while why not yeah you know right um but yeah, yeah, the parasite's very similar, and also in that same regard, it's also you know dealing with a lot of social. It's it's like a Jordan Peele kind of horror film, taking mm-hmm. uh, a, a social concept and like pu- you know pushing it to a limit, um, done a little differently. But yeah, it's still very good. Yeah. Did you have any uh, favorites of the decade? It's I was gonna try, but like I'm so sporadic. I used to be much more. Like I'm like in the nineties and early two thousands, I was devout Academy Award. Like I would watch the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. I would give a crap about it. And then yeah. once I got through college, I was like, fuck, I'll just, I watch good movies. When I watch good movies, I get around to them. When I get around to them, yeah. there's, I got too much demand of my time right. to watch, you know, to have a top 10 of the year. Cause I ended up like, Hey Audrey, I feel like I ended up just seeing one or two of that year. And then I'd get around to like, I didn't see Moonlight until like 2018, you know, mm-hmm. but like it was a great movie. I just, didn't get around to it right away. Um, but this decade, thinking about your list and thinking about what was most important, this it's Was there anything that was missing that for, you expected? No, not like not like I mean, not, other than the fact that I have like thirty six movies do, on the you, top ten list. You do list. have several <laughs> additional films. Yeah. Do I think anything was missing? Um honestly the thing is I forgot a lot of the films that it's a a decade's a long time. Yeah. And a lot of those things slip, like I think, oh, that had to have come out last decade, right? Right. But it, but it didn't. And I, I tried to uh, account for recency bias. I was going to ask you about that because there's you have several films that came out with like the last two yeah. to three years, and then only a few that came out, you know, within like that were the early decade, early yeah. decade, and it's hard. Like, well, and and I mean the it, it and I. I actually revisited a list I made of the top movies of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually had to uh, adapt it because I was like, uh, up, up came in 2009. Yeah. I was like, I think I had the Pixar canon as my number two for the decade. Yeah. It's an easy, um, like the Incredibles. Yeah. With, uh, but with up being number one and like looking back on it, I, I was just, Oh, I don't like, think up is as good as like the Incredibles I or finding it. Nemo. I loved it, but I was also in a relationship at the time and it was very special for our relationship, uh, you know? So I had that personal touch yeah, that, yep, yep. that is not there anymore. Um, so, uh, revising that list, I kind of, put all of the Pixar movies as a canon together, not with Up being the number one of those, but just part of that canon. Um, So yeah, who knows, maybe in 10 years, I might want to go back and revisit this list. Um, I can't imagine it's always good change, but well, maybe maybe La 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 Land. Yeah. Find its way on there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know about like my, my favorite. It's I, Hey, but it's not about my favorite. It's about your your favorites. Well, you do to ask me. I it's, <laughs> it's hard to think about the films we just talked about and mm-hmm. like because um, there's there's some there's some films that that were nice surprises and that, I think those those are the films I remember most were like films that oh way to be different. Mm-hmm. Like when I first saw the lobster, I was mm. I was taken aback. Like this is an inventive way of do, doing a story that's you know 
odd, but like the the way he approaches character and performance mm-hmm. uh, was just fun fun to see. Like, oh, they're like they're like robots. Oh, humans are kind of like robots. Actors are robots. It's <laughs> he's drawing attention to the artifice of filmmaking and to like we put all like, oh baby, I'm never gonna leave you. I'm gonna love you to the day I die. You know, like whatever <laughs> hammy bullshit we do for all these roles that sound so fake, and it in it, it, it all it's all fake. Mm-hmm. All these characters are fake, right? And why pretend that they're not? But also, Colin Farrell doesn't talk like they don't. They're they're also having a very specific way of speaking. I think it just it's just to draw attention to the fact that it's all fake, right. but it's fun. And it was like this, and the story is still weird and compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so like things like things like that when I saw Parasite, Parasite was great. The mm-hmm. favorite, my favorite, like favorite was was really good. Like, yeah, and I think Parasite just... might, uh, like upon future reviewings, might crack uh, the top ten. It just the the movie had so much hype. Yeah, that and, and it was hard. So to... fresh right now too. Yeah, so it's like it's difficult. But I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah, um, I am. I will see it again eventually as well. And it, and like I also want to think about films of the decade in terms of of cultural significance, things we look back and like, that's going to be the kind of thing that we talk about for years to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <clears> that, <throat> and that definitely made a big point as to why Get Out was number one. Exactly. And I, I agree. Like Get Out, I think things like Get Out and we're gonna, I think we, maybe maybe not Lady Bird, but films like Lady mm-hmm. Bird that, because I, I think the 2010s, socially speaking, it's going to be the Me Too movement is going to yeah. be the, what we, I think we would talk about, you know, Harvey Weinstein getting mm-hmm. uh, broke and Woody, uh, people getting canceled yeah. in Hollywood, and the films that arrive that come out of that that maybe aren't that maybe aren't even talking about that, but maybe would not have been made if we weren't a little more aware of um, equality, yeah, or or a need f- to at least pretend like Hollywood we have to pretend or else we you know my wife my wife's gonna beat me up if I don't pretend to care about women you know um and and then I I don't know if that's why a movie like Lady Bird gets made but it came out around that time and Mm -hmm. I'm like would this not have been produced you know it probably still would have been because it's it's a good film maybe it wouldn't have found the art or the audience and yeah and people might have been more like ooh you know what like this is this is the new hollywood mm-hmm. this is a, a hollywood that it's a story about a girl about a girl and sh- sh- not tied to a man necessarily doing yeah. just being living you know yeah. um or things like eighth grade or you know, films that that showcase that aren't just white guys doing white guy stuff yeah um, it's interesting i you you mentioned netflix earlier and yeah. i don't think i have any netflix you movies don't, on you my didn't. list yeah you, didn't. Um, you also didn't have any of like the um, I think the big you didn't have any like Scorsese, you didn't have any Spielbergs, you didn't mm-hmm. have any of the like more conventional or, or like even the Coens or or yeah. any any of like and that's a you needed to sure and I I think that's also important is we're not looking and why I'm like who the hell ca- I I don't care about the Irishman I didn't see it I yeah. probably won't see it I'm sure it's great mm-hmm. I also haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street I probably won't ever see it I mm-hmm. don't care yeah. Um, it they also like it's all just these the same actors doing overacting probably I hear Joe Pesci's great I'm sure he's great like I don't know I just it just I it won't it I don't think I'll care well I mean the moment is past you know like uh, Irishman it's it's not a movie of now yeah it's 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 I a th- movie of forty years ago I I, you I know? couldn't help but think like this is for my dad yeah it's it's a nostalgia piece 
it's gonna but like the, why not just watch goodfellas that's right it's kind of what i think but also yeah. you know they want so i don't know it 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 and it pleases the academy it got you know it got its its noms mm-hmm. um and all, i really i would the only one i'd care about if joe pesci won that'd be hilarious to me mm-hmm. and but not like an a ha <laughs> he didn't deserve it but like hey he hadn't done she's not done shit for years mm-hmm. he comes back just to like oh yeah marty wants some help with a movie oh al's in it and bobby sure i'll yeah, do right. it and then he does it and he wins an academy award and he walks away again you know mm-hmm. that's fun to me and even though but also i just still have to i put way too much stock still in the academy awards yeah and we I, all do i know and it's just dumb like why like it's not dumb it's just it, they set the standard mm-hmm. and we all and we're still upset that we i'm still upset that i care right but i know so much about movies yeah i watch a lot of movies yeah and so it's I mean, it's it is a celebration of the art of film. Yes, and the Hollywood art. Yeah, of film, well, much. yeah. So, like, there is an element of it that I think is genuine, and you know, when things like Green Book win Oof, or gosh. The Shape of Water, I really did not. I like liked that movie. That movie. I liked it a lot. I, I watched it after uh, watching uh, Three Billboards and <laughs> uh, The Room. You were going through the whole. <laughs> the whole uh, best picture nods for well, that. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, but also The Room, uh, which is just, you know... Oh, not 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 Room. room. The, the Room. room. The, the Tommy Wiseau movie. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was thinking I was like thinking The Room. But you're right. never, yeah, okay. um, Completely different movie. Yes, yes. exactly. So um, by the time we got to that, I was just like, uh, <laughs> like, I want to watch this movie. We have the screener from our friends, you know. Um, but I just couldn't get into it. I fell asleep during it. But I, I liked it. It's, it was different. I'm also not a Guillermo del Toro like, I enjoy, fanatic. I, I, well, I'm not a fanatic. I enjoy... I, he's... he's his style, I enjoy. I think that film had an. Does it deserve that award? I think that was a weird it choice. It was a weird year. Um, because, like, it, it. I don't know who they were trying to please with that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it's not the the politics. So, I mean, he is he is a uh, like a Latin filmmaker, you know. Yeah. Um, and and the story is about a female, uh, who is uh, I believe was she she's mute mute yeah so. Um, and she, I don't think she's deaf. She's just mute, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, who who falls in love with a fish man? Yeah. You know. Um, and Michael Shannon's great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like the casting, like it's it's a it's a beautiful film. It's well executed. It's a nice love story, an unconventional love story. Um, but it, I don't like that it won. It's it's it still baffles me, mm-hmm. and not because I didn't like the film and that I didn't think I applauded it for being different and it was emotional, mm-hmm. but usually there's a political. Choice. like there's mm-hmm. i always find there's politics involved with the best picture win yeah. they're they're well, making three this... billboards was expected to win yeah. i think that year i think so too uh and and doing like where like when moonlight wins it's like mm-hmm. this is a statement you know yes. when uh when green book wins it's a statement yeah you know probably in the opposite direction if you, mm-hmm. you know, if you ask me right. um but I, I understand those decisions as being political yeah. whereas shape of water just felt like well, I mean, I, I, I know, think I, it might have been one of those where... I don't know. People even liked it. <laughs> yeah. I I think it might have been one of those where it's like, okay, well, Guillermo del Toro made Pan's Labyrinth and, and you the know... Hellboy movies. Hellboys. Uh, and, like, those are great. Uh, and this one's very good. Uh, so let's give him the Oscar, It might have been. You know? like, yeah. What are we, it, but that's not on either of our lists. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but it certainly was an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, uh, any final thoughts, Scott? I might have to make this a two-parter. Yeah. And then yeah. that's fine. Like we'll do the first five, sure. and then maybe the week after we'll release the the final five. Yeah. Um, it's just more content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think um it's it's fun to do lists like this it's fun to it's more fun to kind of debate them and uh you know uh explain the reasoning behind it Mm -hmm. so um i and i just i just always love these kinds of lists well it it, we we why like so the we get the enjoyment factor from watching them or we hopefully Mm -hmm. and then what, what the, I think the the longer lasting one is, did you walk away? Do you have something to say about it? Mm-hmm. And did did it stay with you? Yeah, yeah, and and it will linger. Like we we had that's a well, we're talking, we're just talking. Brooklyn and I watched the film Tremors with Kevin Bacon. Okay, came out in like nineteen ninety one or whatever. It's a it's a schlocky monster movie from the nineties. Yeah, but we, like we had we had fun talking about it afterwards. Like they don't make movies like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we. Sh- we we talked for like forty five minutes about ultimately what's what is like a a B mediocre kind of film, oh, but like yeah. it's fun, it's lighthearted. There's cute moments. It's it just ha- it's it's an enjoyable experience, and we had fun talking about it afterwards. And like this is what movies should do, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, my very favorite movie of all time, and it's not even a guilty pleasure, is Sister Act Two: Back in the Habit. <laughs> Like, I just love yeah. that movie. And I don't know, maybe it's because I was in choir growing up. I was in Catholic school growing up. Um, I'm sure I, that has a little bit to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always loved Lauren Hill. I love Whoopi Goldberg. I watch The View, like, every day. Oh, really? Yeah. I love it. Um, so, like, and, and the music of that movie is just, again, transcendent. Yeah. Like, um, so, but I, I understand it's not a classically good movie. Like I understand that there is horrible dialogue. <laughs> you know, some of the performances are like icky. Right. Um, but like, it just hits a sweet spot for me. If you have fun. And I think, cause the expectations are reasonable. We're also not going into sister act two thinking this better be some Kubrick esque. If this ain't like 2001, but with some nuns, yeah. I'm going to be fucking <laughs> pissed. Like, no, it's, it's, and I think that's what's great about like you have fun. Yeah, but also I I probably if I were making a best movies of the '90s list, it would it would probably be a little hard for me to include it on that list because, because you enjoy it, but you know it's not like a great movie. It's it's not culturally significant. It's not you know. But it's Scott Sava. It's it's just for me. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love the first Sister Act too. That's the one I've seen more. I've seen that like like twice. I think I've seen the second one. I don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through because it was on like cable TV yep. all the time, mm-hmm. and so I feel like I've seen it, but yeah. never sequentially. A lot like Shawshank Redemption. Like yeah. if it wasn't Sister Act two, it was Shawshank Redemption or Dirty felt... Dancing. Dirty Dancing was was that on a lot? Don't remember. I, well, because I I just remember any time it came on, it was just like okay, well. We gotta watch. Dirty. I gotta watch it to the end because they have that amazing dance at Can't the end. Put baby like, in the corner. Yeah. Oh wait, no one puts baby in the corner, mm-hmm. right? Even though she's not really in the corner, she's sitting yeah, by like, the wall. Yeah, Come what on, are you talking about. <laughs> you know, he had that jump. We watched. Did you watch the uh, little doc on Netflix about the making of that? 
No. It's it's cute. It's, it's yeah. short, like 30 or 40 minutes or something. Oh, they have okay. that one in like Home Alone. Like I think it's like the movies that made oh, us or something okay. like that. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't seen that um, It's cute. Uh, he had to do that jump, like the jump off the stage right before the, the at the beginning of the final dance. Mm-hmm. He had to do that a whole bunch. That, and he had he had like terrible knee problems, oh. Patrick Swayze did, from playing football. But oh, he was yeah. also a dancer. Like it's, it's, it's nice watching that because it puts you in a whole different um, other perspective. But yeah. anywho. I think we got to close it out. Sure. You've been yakking. Scott, thanks so much for being yeah, here. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited to to watch some of the films that you listed that I haven't had a chance to check out yet. Yeah. So, um, And thank you all for listening. I'm definitely making this a two-parter. So <laughs> we'll see you next time on Ben Does What He Wants. I got to cue my music. There we go. <laughs> There was a little Spanish king, a record star, he thought he'd be. He heard of singers like Beatles, the chipmunks he's seen on TV. Why not a little Spanish beat?